Hey, you're listening to No Limits, episode 56. And on this week, the PS5 Slim isn't really the Slim, but it's the PS5, but it's not the Slim. You'll you'll see. everyone welcome to no limits a playstation podcast episode 56 i'm my name is taylor and i'm joined by my co-host Bree. my other co-host sam is not here yet sam if you're listening to this <laughs> sam, if you're listening to this recording that isn't live you better get here soon um <laughs> go back in time Remember, you can find the video version of this podcast over on youtube.com slash save the game media every Tuesday. While you're over there, make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you'd rather listen to audio, we are on all your favorite podcast services. We would love it if you could leave us a review and leave any feedback. If you want to support us and get early access to all save the game media content, head over to patreon.com slash save the game media and choose the tier that's right for you. Just like our current patrons, Bucky Blue, Aman, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom. Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Nikolai Knight, Cypher Primus, Brendan Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J, The Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, The Xbox Expansion Pass, and Alpaca Tom. So remember, please go over to patreon.com slash slash Save the Game Media. Check it out. You can also go on our YouTube at Save the Game Media there and Twitter, well, X, Twitter, the Elon platform at Save Game Media. And you can also interact with us in the Discord. Links are all in the show notes. And we are also still doing a Spider-Man 2 Digital Deluxe Edition giveaway. To So we're going to be giving away yeah, the Digital Deluxe version of this game. And all you have to do is rate No Limits 5 stars on your podcast service of choice. And subscribe on YouTube to enter. And reply to the um, tweet on our Twitter that has the giveaway announcement. Or just DM us on Discord or uh, Twitter um, with, with your proof. And you can also do the same with our Xbox counterpart, Project X Talk, to get um, the ultimate edition of Starfield. So, yeah, have those coming up and free Spider-Man. Get your free Spider-Man. And it's one contest that Kevin Ainsworth cannot win because he can't participate as he's a co-host in Save the Game Media. Because Kevin just seems like he wins every giveaway on every podcast network we go through. See live updates from Sam stuck in a traffic jam. Should be back in time for end of the recording. Mm, okay, it's all right. Sam's making up excuses to why he can't be here, and that's okay. Bree, you're muted. Bree, you're muted. Okay. You... Well, I was laughing at my own joke, so it was a dumb joke. I just said tell him to join from the car. <laughs> well, our you know our friend of the show Sean Capri, he recorded the Xbox Drive in a car with a headset back before COVID hit. Mm. So it was called the Xbox track because they've literally recorded from their vehicles. Ah, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Right, I'm trying to schedule getting a latte after this podcast because I really want. So this is your priority is what, Starbucks? Are you scheduling your Starbucks pickup? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm on a, not like a break from Starbucks, but like, so there's a place called, oh, this, 
maybe I shouldn't. Anyways, there's a place that's somewhat nearby to me called Chromatic um, Coffee. And it has an, they have an iced banana latte and they also do little hand pies. So. Iced banana latte. Ice they, banana blend latte. A, they blend a banana and put it in your latte. What's the. Basically. It's like fresh banana. It's like you'd expect like the banana syrup. Like there is banana syrup, but um, which I do enjoy the flavor of banana syrup. I, I own it. But, but can, um, it's actual banana. You can get, and it all comes through the straw. You don't have to like yeah. get a spoon. No. So it's, sounds it's like it's through like it all. It's a regular latte. But it's <laughs> served hot. No, it's iced. I iced. mean, you okay, can yeah. get it hot as well, but I get it iced. So I assume they put the coffee, the banana in a blender, and then add ice. Okay, mm -hmm. we need to have this conversation because I can't believe Sam said this to me. He said, in hot temperatures, you get hot drinks. Nope. Uh -uh. To regulate your body temperature, I said no, you're crazy. No, Sam, we're not playing armchair doctor. What's next? He's gonna is he gonna make you get your essential oils? <laughs> I do have essential oils, but I don't use them for like medicinal purposes. Yeah, you don't use them in place of vaccines, yeah. No, I use them as a diffuser to make the room smell nice. <laughs> there you go. Hot so. temperatures, Sam. I mean, and then in the cold, you get cold drinks. That's like. Nope. Yeah, your your body temperature does not. If it's uh, thirty degrees Fahrenheit outside, yeah, your body temperature doesn't drop to thirty degrees Fahrenheit, does it? No, it doesn't. It's always about ninety-eight degrees okay. Fahrenheit, unless you have a fever. Anyways, um, can I ask you a question? No. Okay. What have you been playing recently? I don't know. You're asking me. Uh. You didn't see that coming, did you? Fee, 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 sixteen, FF sixteen, also known as Fantasy Finale. Okay. In Spanish, I believe the word, whatever the translation of fantasy is in Spanish, would come first. Would it be Fantasia Finale? No, no, not Fantasia. Uh, Final Fantasy in Spanish. Yeah. Oh, I was right. Fantasia Final. Fantasia Final. Yeah, that one. 16. And I just fought. I had a major boss fight. I It's the biggest boss fight I've ever seen in my life. Like, the scale of this fight, Brie, was literally the biggest in any game I've ever played. I was a speck of dust. And the character I was playing as is about 40 feet tall, and they were effectively a speck of dust in relation to how big this fight was. I'm excited. I won't say what it was for the interest of everyone. I mean, I can guess who it was, but... Mm, you could try it. I'm not going to confirm or confirm. No, or no, no. I'm not saying I will guess. I'm saying I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but that's okay. Yeah. And... And the... I guess that's all I'll say for now. And um, so I just I just beat that boss, and now we are. I, I can't I can't say we are because of spoilers, but my PlayStation says I'm around 58, 60 percent on the main story, and we're on August thirteenth. So I better get this done before Spider Man two. I'm not worried about Spider Man two, but I am worried about Armor Core. I'm, I'm playing the cool. other Armor Core games before I play Armor Core six. I'm a purist. Oh. I'm really probably not going to do that. What's August twenty fourth. Is I'm going to play like one armor core game, and then I'm just go to armor core six. Just going to happen. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to play it on time. Wait, it's okay. Yeah, you're. Yeah, eventually you want to play it. Well, I don't even. 
I mean, I am technically going to be here on the 24th, but um, like I'll be in Utah the morning of the 24th and then mm -hmm. I have to work. Travel day, meh. Yeah. Or no, I'm coming the night of the 24th, aren't I? I can't remember. I can't remember. I'm in Utah at that point. At that point. Right. Drinking salt from lakes. Yeah. I was actually going to send you a, a picture of me drinking salt from lakes. That was the plan. Okay. What have you been playing? Um, I've only been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, wow. Loser. Loo no, Fantasy XIV is cool. Yeah. Uh, I am thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I uh, am currently running, I think it's called Deus. Uh, I'm doing the Deus Extreme Trial, um, which was whooping my butt. But I think at this point, like at the time of recording, I think like I have officially like figured out the mechanics. I was having a hard time for people that know it was Gale 2 that was getting me. Um, the double meteors was fine. So basically there's this mechanic. So double meteors is actually kind of crazy. So one person gets a huge knockback that basically knocks everybody to the very edge of the arena if you're standing right next to them. So it's a huge knockback. So everybody has to position in a circle basically around this person to get knocked back directly into their spot. Mm. So there's there's two people that get marked with meteors that they have to go to opposite corners and they have to be standing in the very corner or it completely kills the entire party. And then the other five people have to be knocked into the other two corners into these soak towers and one of them has three and one of them has two. And you have to be knocked specifically into those towers to soak it. Or again, it's a wipe. <laughs> so there's like eight people that have to be like standing in the right spot or being knocked back into the right spot. And everybody has to be on the exact same page or the entire party wipes. And it's about halfway through the fight. Dang. It's crazy. So you said the name of this was... Is that Deus, sub is so, Deus yes. spelled D-E-U-S? No, it's D-A-I-S. Okay, because if you said you said Deus Extreme, that's very similar to a game series called Deus X. Yeah, but no, it's Deus, like D-A-I-S, and I'm sure that they meant that pun because they have a lot of puns like that in the game. Okay, yeah, definitely, that's definitely was intentional. So, um, nice. so yeah, that's what I've been doing, and I've now completely made it through the entire boss fight. So I've seen all the mechanics, but um, haven't ha been part of a party that did enough DPS to avoid the enrage. So still haven't cleared it, but I've mm. at least made it through all the mechanics. So gotcha. yeah. Awesome. That's fun. That's what I'm doing. Um, you ready for news? Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Yeah. Okay. So this comes from PlayStationLifestyle.net. Sorry, let me move my water. My war ball. Water. I'm from Britain. We say water. <laughs> um, so Sony's financial report hints at first party delays. <gasps> Games have been leaked, have been pushed out of the fiscal year. So Sony has been, sorry, this is from Michael Larry. 
Michelangelo. Oh, okay. Um, Sony has a few big games planned for 2023, like Marvel's Spider-Man 2 and Helldivers 2. But according to a recent financial report, it sounds like there are a few more that were planned for 2023 or early 2024 due to the fiscal year, um, but have been delayed. Uh, as spotted by Kotaku's Ethan Gok, I'm so sorry if I pronounced that wrong, Sony's latest financial report has a section dedicated to the forecast for the rest of the fiscal year, which ends on March 31st, 2024, which decreased spending and increased sales of DLC and third-party games were listed as positives. The final bullet point lists, quote, impacts of change to the launch date of, of a proportion of first-party first party titles um, as a negative. Uh, the report doesn't get into specifics, meaning it could be any a number of an unannounced titles. It also specifies that there, there is more than one with, the, with its use of launch dates and titles, um, as in plurals. Um, there are a few possible culprits, like the rumored Last of Us 2 PS5 upgrade, um, Horizon Zero Dawn remake, Fire Sprite's Twisted Metal, um, and uh, 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 it's possible that Stellar Blade might be included in this group. Um, Last of Us multiplayer game is also shouted out here. And then it, it the article does clarify it's very unlikely that Spider-Man 2, which has a solid release date, um, hasn't will not be delayed, and Helldivers 2 should also not be delayed. So it's just clarifying that it um the the report most likely doesn't mean that those two games would be delayed. So all right. Uh I'm not that surprised. Um, we didn't see, this might explain why the showcase from a few months ago, people were like, where's all the first party? La, 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 la. You know? And they yeah. Were that's that. what Sam was saying in the discord as well. Yeah. Probably. Um, but Sad. Um, yeah, it's only Spider-Man two and Helldivers two people were like, it's only Spider-Man two. Well, like, but it's Spider-Man two. Any Final fantasy in June? I think, I think it's okay. Also people might tend to forget Sony, um, let's see, Spider-Man Miles Morales bucked this trend. But before that, Sony pretty regularly didn't release their marquee titles during the fall release window. Bloodborne was spring. Rising Zero Dawn was spring. Last of Us was summer. Last of Us 1 was summer. Last and of Us two. Part 2 is summer. Ghost of Tsushima was summer. Uh God Days. of War yeah. has both been fall as well. God of War, so God, Ragnarok was, but God of War 2018 was spring. Are you sure? Yep. God I'll of War 2018 came out in the spring 2018. So really, it's only after Miles Morales did they start releasing well, some of their big games in the oh, fall. Oh, you're right. April regularly. 2018. Yeah. So, I wouldn't get that. I then. Yeah. I wouldn't get that been out of shape over this if you're. PlayStation player. There's still I am. A lot to go I'm around. so bent out of shape. Okay. Well, you know, there's the door. I just, <laughs> there's the door. <laughs> um, no, I just want more games, but I understand. Like the thing is, is that like, I think at this point as an industry, the games industry and gamers have matured enough to understand that delays typically mean the game will be better. <laughs> so, I think it'll be okay. I think we'll survive. I was muted. muted. I was muted. Unless unless the game's in development hell. But outside yeah. of that. 
it's also that's a, lot a different issue though great third-party stuff like this fall we got cyberpunk dlc we got metal gear solid master well i guess i'm excited i don't think that i that there are any games coming out during the fall time period like october november december besides um like smaller indie games that i'll be playing nine souls that's a small indie game mm-hmm. um let's see Baldur's gate three i wonder if have you ever played D brie I have, yes. I didn't love it, but oh. I imagine I would like a game better. I just couldn't role play. I just felt goofy, silly. And I don't like anybody that does play D&D. Like, I promise I'm not judging. Like, judging. like, I think it's so cool that you guys can do that, but I could not take anything seriously. And mm-hmm. like, anytime like anybody said anything, I was like, this just isn't, this isn't for me. So, um, okay, let's see. I was just looking through some of the releases here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think everything that's like a bigger game is releasing September or sooner for me. October, November, December, I think will just be smaller games, um, like Mina the Hollower and stuff like that. Oh, Mina the Hollower is coming out this year? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I love Yacht Club. We love Shovel Knight. It's supposed to be coming out like in the very end of December, I think, is the release window. Oh, they released gameplay for it? I last heard about this game was just a Kickstarter. I didn't realize they were this far into it. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, the development for this game must have been so short. Or maybe, I don't know. I felt like it was just like eight months ago or something. I heard about the Kickstarter for this. I mean, to be fair with the Kickstarter they most likely had some of it done already in order to even have the Kickstarter. Um, right. But so this, they, we oh, never know. A million dollars. So yeah, the funding period started in February, 2022. So yeah, it was just a little bit over a year ago. I'm just shocked it's releasing now. That's great. But right. Shuffle Knight was the first example. Also again, also from Yacht Club of crowdfunding gone amazingly. Right, that was a crowdfunded video game, and it was everything everyone who funded it wanted it to be, and yeah. more. But awesome! I'll be playing Me to the Hollower. I love my eight bit games. Speaking of, I need to get Bloodstained, which remind that style reminds me. I want to get Bloodstained. Oh, I here. love that game. Yeah, I love old Castlevania. Check out Yield. Is there any deal? Or actually, I think that's more ideally as a Switch game. I oh. like. I think I own that one on my computer, if I remember correctly. I could be wrong. Hold on. Yeah. So, oh, wait. Oh, it's on sale on Switch right now for $5 until August 17th. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get nope, it on eShop. I was wrong. I have it on my Switch as well. Yeah. You get it on eShop. Yeah. All right. Anyway. What's the other one that I really love? I can't remember. There's another game that's kind of like that that I really love. All right. We're going to talk about some videos of that are not explicit of ps5 slim and this is a little hokey there's a, a video released on twitter it's a hokey pokey yeah from someone referred to as bwe underscore dev mm-hmm. and um the first image of this leaked in a chinese forum but this leaked video by bwe or 
Better Way Electronics, they're an Australian repair specialist, shows off the plastic case of the, this comes to us from The Verge, this little synopsis, shows the plastic case of a potential future model for PS5. It has a bulge for the disk drive, a curve in the middle, and smaller space for the vents, and then two slits on each side of the case, and two USB port, USB-C ports up in the front, instead of uh, one USB-C and one USB-A like the current PS5 models. It From the video, uh, this, sorry, Insider Gaming, right, Tom Henderson, last year reported Sony was preparing with, for PS5 with detachable disk drive for next month, September 2023. Um, and it's rumored that the next PS5 model will be sold on its own without, without the disk drive or in a bundle, which means a slimmer model could soon become the new default-based PS5. And people who want, want the detachable disk drive could fetch that at a later date. Um, and there's also rumors that Microsoft thinks the PS5 slim models on the way this year from their Activision FTC court case. Mm. Question for you. Do you think that, do you think that moving forward, the detachable disc drive should be the answer? So that way, like there's just like one model and not like a disc and a discless. I think so. Probably. I guess I could see one caveat people may have. I'm curious about is the hardware reliability of the disk drive better when it's detachable or built in the system? I want to say when it's built in for thinking about consumers who use their PS5 as a Blu-ray player and multimedia center too. Maybe that's more of a niche market who would just rather have the disk drive in their system. But I feel mm -hmm. like just for accessibility, price competitiveness, it makes sense to make the discless PS5 the base model with detachable disk drive as the option mm. and making sure both of those are well stocked. I really don't want to see a scenario where there aren't any detachable disk drives available. Yeah. I mean, to be completely honest with you, I have not bought a disc in a very long time. The last time I bought a disc was a game disc and it's because I could pick a game when I bought my PlayStation five, like I was able to get like the, I was able to get demon souls on sale if I bought it as a disc. And that was the only reason I bought it that way. So that's there the only, go. that's the last time I've bought like a physical copy of anything like movies and like games and stuff. So I usually just buy it on like Apple TV if I want to purchase something or directly on the system, if it's a game. Yeah. So I might buy phys uh no, I'm, I'm stupid. And I didn't, I was like one hour too late on the PlayStation summer sale when I went to check out on my cart. So Aww. I didn't get near Automata, but the physical edition has been going on Amazon for like $12 to $17 for the past few years. So the reason I'm saying this is that might be a game where I just get on disc if I don't feel like waiting for a digital sale again. Um, Makes sense. But yeah, I, I, I have all my physical library. They're all PS4 titles. I have not bought, I don't have, I do not have a PS5 case yet. I just don't. So. You know what's coming soon? Next month, those Spider-Man controllers. Oh yeah, when are those being delivered? September, early September. I can't remember the exact day. Good. I'll get one. Or I am getting one. I, I have ordered one, so it should be here. Twinsies. Yay. Actually, we're triplets because Sam did as well. Sam's a loser. He also got the collector's edition. 
I like that statue though. Yeah. Speaking of statues, uh, or words that start with the letter S, Sea of Stars and other games are coming to the PlayStation Plus catalog for August. And something I learned recently, anytime you hear the words PlayStation Plus catalog, that always means it's the extra and premium I randomly throw up. content. I'm just what? Kidding. I'm just kidding. No, Brie, that's for the post show. <laughs> We're not doing a post show today, are we? Mm-mm. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff to do. Like, Heaven's making yeah. us have a team meeting because he's going to lay off one of us. Don't say that. I'm okay. going to be so anxious for the rest. Okay. Uh, wait, Toph, what do you want? What? What? Side note, I set up Toph's automatic feeder earlier today. She's living. Should, oh. I, what, yeah. Should I set it up into... Right now, I have it set as two meals. Should I set mm -hmm. it up into three smaller meals instead? Um... I don't know. Uh, my dad has it set as two meals, so and he's always done two meals with his cats. Okay. Forever. So. I have it set as nine and nine, nine a.m., nine p.m. I'm wondering if I should make that earlier or later. I don't know. Maybe. Um, my dad I, again. I don't know if this helps. My dad does six a.m. and then five p.m. Those are the two times he does. So if I want her to not wake me up for food, maybe I should do it. By like 5 a.m., which is an hour before I usually wake up during the week. I'll, I might change it later. Anyway. Just think about it. I think about it. Now that, oh, Toph's on me. Um, Back to the PlayStation Plus catalog. I think this coming month for PlayStation catalog is really strong. So like I said, we have Sea of Stars releasing day one of PlayStation Plus and Xbox Game Pass. If, you're, if you have that for the record. Yes, that's what Toph has for the record. I know. Um, moving out to Destiny 2, the Witch Queen expansion, Lost Judgment, Destroy All Humans 2, Curse to Golf. These are some of the highlights. And what else am I missing? Two Point Hospital, Source of Madness, Dreams, right? The game that Sony's about to shut down. But I never played Dreams. Maybe I'll try it now for the first time. I probably won't. PJ Masks, Heroes of the Night, Hard Pass, Hotel Transylvania, Lawn Mowing Simulator, Landmark Edition. Oh, God, get your get your John Deere's out, baby. Spell Force 3, Reinforced, Midnight Fight Express. Oh, wait, I feel like I've heard of Midnight Fight Express. Yeah, it's a brawler, I think. Or um, beat him up, I should say. Yeah. So those are coming both to PlayStation Extra and Premium. And the PlayStation Premium Classics this month that are releasing are Medieval Resurrection, Ape Escape on the Loose, Pursuit Force, hey, sorry, and Pursuit Force Extreme Justice. That is premium really just continues to disappoint me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Ape Escape is a good one. I'll, I'll give it that. But this was originally, Ape Escape on the Loose was originally a PSP game. But anyway, outside of uh, the subpar classics catalog, Brie, what do you think of this month for the catalog? Um, I think it's decent. Oh, um, wow. Okay. All right. Just tell me you hate me. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, to be completely honest with you, I would say like all of these games, 
I was looking at Source of Madness. I might check that game out just because it looks like a smaller, interesting experience. But the rest of them, I probably won't play. Um, sea of Stars, I think, is like a fantastic grab. Um, however, it's not my gameplay style. It is a turn-based RPG, and I just don't like turn-based RPGs. Um, so no matter how much I freaking love the art style and love the idea of the game, unless somebody is like, yo, this is the next best thing since sliced bread, I probably won't play it. So. Well, our top's getting away. I do have to say, though, I do see another thing here. I just, it linked from the 10th. Uh, Lords of the Fallen coming out October 13th. Those look Meh. good. Meh. I think it looks pretty good. Besides the silly naming stuff, like some of this gameplay stuff looks really interesting. Hmm. So I will be playing this as well. Cool. Oh, your <gasps> blood. Hmm. Well, that's not very nice. No, also, did. it has uninterrupted online co-op, which I can't tell you what pisses me off more than being invaded in Dark Souls just because I want to play co-op. I like so, it when you get invaded and then there's a disconnect I and then then it. it and that happens. I get so angry, like, like, rationally angry because I want to play with my friends. Well, then but I only, don't want to be punished. Uh, but you don't want to be well. Isn't there something you can use on Elden Everybody Ring or newer Souls? That and it's, there's nothing. No. No. Well, that's part of uh. It's uh, part of the experience. Part of the experience. Uh. You could always do NPC cooperation, which that's not the same. Okay, yeah. The more I see Lords of the Fallen, it does look pretty good. I'm not gonna lie about it. Anyways, you ready for the next one? Okay. Okay, so oh, this, is I hate the story. Sorry. Like I hate I hate the sub I hate the person who said what they said in the story. Anyway, sorry. Whoa. Well, not the person. I hate the sentiment of the story. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. As I keep interrupting you. Um, okay, so this is from The Verge, Sean Hollister. <laughs> who apparently we don't hate. <laughs> um, Sony is now streaming PS5 games at 4K over the internet in public beta. Um, Sony said it was coming in. Now it's here. Sony has uh, is now confirming it's launched a public beta test of the PS5 cloud gaming, um, one that streams games to a PS5 up, uh, up to 4K resolution, according to gamers who are now receiving invitations. Um, we didn't previously know Sony would be streaming at 4k and that could be a big deal no matter what that 4k actually means. Um, while Sony spokesperson Mary Tang says the company doesn't have additional details to share, several users at popular gaming forum reset era said they've made it in and are sharing some early impressions. Uh, original poster Arashi games said you can choose between 720, 1080, 1440 and 2160 resolutions uh, 2160 being the 4K, um, with games automatically loading your cloud saves so you can pick up and play. While cloud saves may seem like a table, uh, may seem like table stakes, that hasn't always been the case. Early versions of PlayStation Now cloud gaming service understandably had no initial way to import save game from your PS3, for instance. While it's not clear whether 4K, whether the 4K quote max resolution refers to the render resolution. Um, or the streaming resolution, uh, either would help because of how cloud games are streamed. Um, images have to be compressed quite small to get rapidly fired across the internet 60 times a second or more, 
And that compression can often manifest as an ugly haze over what would otherwise be a perfectly playable game. Streaming at 4K resolution helps fix that, even if you don't have a 4K screen. As we've explained, testing NVIDIA's GeForce Now and Google Stadia, which is what the article people are saying. Um, so Arashi Games uh, says available games include Ragnarok, Forbidden West, Fortnite, Fall Guys, Destiny 2, Returnal, Demon Souls, Death Stranding, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Destruction All-Stars, and Fall Guys. Why did they list Fall Guys twice? <laughs> With trials available for Village and Demon Slayer as well. <laughs> um yeah i think that's about it for this article but we'll see I, I so when i said i didn't like the sentiment of this i wasn't referring to this story i was referring to the story after whoops oh awkward where we talk about final fantasy 16 sales oh okay well we can remove that one if you really want no 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 no. i mean like i want to talk about it i just hate square enix's sales ah, goals their negative nanciness i'll talk about it later so i can dunk on him but yeah 4k streaming it it's here to stay, and I think I bet on this when the Project Q is revealed. I think I might be right, right? This Project Q device, I know they talked about it's going to be remote play. I think it might be used to stream cloud games like mm. this. Like what's now on your console, put it on the queue. But I think streaming, game streaming is a long way to go, but xCloud in this is, xCloud is pretty promising in how fast it's developing. And Sony's obviously building up their competitor. Sorry, building up their own technology for the competitor. And yeah, eventually we won't have our consoles. It'll just be a little cloud box. And people who want to still hold out will still be building PCs. Mm -hmm. Other than that, there'll be a little box or a little app and boom, that's it. Like a little fire stick or something. But a Sony stick. I don't love cloud gaming, but... Nope, I don't either, but it's happening. Send me back. Send to me the good back. old days. To the good old days. Make cloud gaming great. I'm not going to say that. Um, Make cloud gaming great. Yeah, so You can't anyway. even say again because it never was. Right, you're right. So. Yep, yep, yep. I'm just saying. All right, next. Square Enix. Goddamn, Square Enix. This court, so this comes to us from Eurogamer from Ed Nightingale. Final Fantasy 16 sales did not meet high sales expectations, says Square, the president of Square Enix. The president, Takashi Kuryu, said the company's latest earnings report, operating profit, in their latest earnings report, while net sales increased, their operating profit dropped 79%. From 14.4 billion yen to 3.0 billion yen. So that's about 144 million to three. No way. Is that how that convert? No, wait. No, I'm stupid. 30 million or so. But no, yeah, about 30, drop from about 144 million to 30 million US dollars, assuming I could do conversions right. Let's see. Thank God for Google, right? Billion yen to USD. Oh, wait. Whoops. Sorry. It dropped from about 100 million US, dollar, US dollars to... To 20.7 million US dollars. That's yeah, pretty steep. 79%. 
And they're blaming that on, right, Final Fantasy 16 sales or lack thereof. And yeah, they said the expectations weren't met and they will take steps to boost sales of the game now that hardware supply is less constricted and the console user base continues to expand. And I don't, I don't really get it. By all metrics, we talked about this earlier, Final Fantasy 16 was a great success, critically and sales-wise during its first week. And yeah. this is a theme for Square Enix. They set stupid high expect, they set unrealistic expectations, sales goals. And it's, and it just isn't okay. Um, but, yep. So, yeah. What can you do? What can you do? All right, Bree, could you read the next hmm. story while I have to go away for a few moments? I'll be back. Okay. This is, do you want me to skip this one so that way you're here for it? Mm, you could do it if you want, or we could edit this out, whatever. No, it's okay. I'll skip. Or I mean, I will read this is what I meant to say. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Bye. Um, so this comes from Bungie's website directly. Um, as we all know, unfortunately, earlier this year, we did lose Lance Reddick, rest in peace. Um, who was also the voice actor of Commander, Commander, sorry, Commander Zavala. Um, so they, on August 10th, they released a statement um, from the Destiny 2 team that says, thank you, Commander, the future, the future of Zavala's journey. I'm just going to read this directly. It's not very long, but I think it's important. Um, earlier this year, we lost Lance Reddick, the English voice actor for Commander Zavala. The passion and professionalism Lance brought to the role over the last decade was unmistakable and loved by all. Lance's iconic voice led us through the most intense moments in Destiny's history, and his impact of our Guardians, our community, and Bungie as a whole will uh, will never be forgotten. Commander Zavala has been central to the story we've been telling since the original Destiny, and we have plans to continue his journey. Keith David, a pro prolific actor on the stage and in television, film, and games, will assume the English voice English language voice of Zavala, the final shape and beyond um, in the final shape, excuse me. Uh, separately, Lance's existing lines in game will remain untouched for the upcoming release. On becoming the new Vanguard leader, Key said, quote, I am honored to continue the great work of Lance Reddick as Zavala. Uh, Lance captured the character's sense of integrity so wonderfully. It is my intention to continue that work, end quote. Bungie is honored to continue the relationship that began with Keith during the days of, Hel of Halo, um, and the team is excited for what he brings to the role of the commander. We will always remain respectful to the roles Zavala has played thus far and look forward to the journey ahead. Um, while we're discussing this, um, Keith David doesn't ring a bell, unfortunately, for me, so I'm going to look him up and see what he was... Oh, he was in The Princess and the Frog. Sorry, I am going to... I just want to see what he was in. Um, he was oh he was the doctor in princess and the frog that's pretty cool um let's see what else we might know him from just because i want to uh if this will freaking load come on imdb um okay sorry i know that a lot of people he's in nope i have not seen nope but i plan on watching that at some point um so then i'll see him and be like oh my gosh um, he's in Summer Camp Island. I love that show. If you guys haven't watched that, it's a very cute show. 
uh, let's see what else, if there's anything interesting. I really love looking at people's IMDb's. I'm sure everybody else does as well, where it's like that meme where it's like, oh, you have to like stop the show and look up like who, who the person is. And oh man, he really does have I'm a back. lot of voice acting spots. Hi, welcome back. Um, oh yeah. Um, Keith David, right? Your voice actor for Zavala. Yeah, we're looking uh, up some of his. Uh, oh, he's Flame King. Pretty sure he also Time. he also voiced Arbiter in Halo Two. He is from something in Halo, but I yep, haven't it was seen him. Halo. It was him. So he's so. he's a crucial. He's one of the main characters. He's Master Chief's wingman in Halo Two. Very hmm. central character. Keith David's in a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just looking through, he's, he's done like a lot of voice acting in, um, like cartoons from Cartoon Network. Um, so that's interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, he, this list is like so long of everything that he's done. I was just trying to see like what I might know him from. Um, Princess and the Frog is definitely the answer for me, but. Oh yeah. He's, he's the antagonist and i love um i love his his work in princess and the frog so he's also the cat in Coraline. that's that's the other thing i was looking for because i saw that he was in Coraline, mm. but i was like what is he i love yeah. Coraline. it's so good um he's also in mass effect as da uh, captain david anderson okay he's in a bunch of transformer games he's Oh, doesn't he voice Optimus? Or, no, yeah, I'm making that up. I'm thinking he uh, uh, voices Barricade. Not that I know who that is. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's had a long and very decorated career. Man. Of course, yep. he's been in CSI. I love that for him. He has three Emmy Awards, I believe. And he's been nominated six times. Let's, I did not look at his awards. Let's see if it says. As a movie buff. Winning three Emmys out of six nominations, uh, as well as being nominated for a Tony Award. He's most well-known for The Princess and the Frog, The Thing, They Live, and Armageddon. I've only seen one of those things. Wait, was he so. in 1982's The Thing? Yes, he was in 1982. He's Childs. Oh. Whatever. Never seen that. That's him. You're right. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, wow. that was a great... Great practical horror film, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, it sounds like they, they put a lot of thought into who to cast. Um, and they sounds like they did it very respectfully. So kudos to the um, Destiny 2 team for handling that. Ready for this next one? Yeah, I can read it. So Telltale... Uh, acquires the Erica developer Flavorworks for an undisclosed amount of money. Probably a lot. In the company's, the company, both companies, quote, shared understanding of the convergence of film and game sector and the game sector was cited as one of the reasons behind the acquisition. UK-based mobile studio Flavorworks is known for their narrative-driven Erica and its touch video uh, technology, which lets users interact with live-action footage. And Telltale CEO Jamie O'Tealy said, 
quote, fans today want to interact with their favorite IPs more deeply. Interactive narratives are a really immersive way to do that. Same time, people want to access their games from whatever, from wherever they are, regardless of device or platform. Flavorworks technology and interactive video expertise will enable us to efficiently create story-based games and reach more people through streaming of new platforms. And we are excited about what it can mean for our portfolio of games. And that Telltale is the perfect partner to maximize, sorry, and Flavorworks um, CEO. Zach Slater. Zach, yeah, Zach Slater. Slatter. Or Slatter. Slatter said that Telltale, Telltale is the perfect partner to maximize the value of our proprietary touch video games engine. So yeah, I thought, yeah, that's what I thought. Telltale was originally shut down in 2018. It was resurrected in 2019 by LCG Entertainment. And its new title under this leadership was The Expanse Telltale Series, which launched launched last week. I wonder what the user on that. The Expanse Telltale. On Steam? Hmm. Overall, good reviews. So the Asian that's based on The Expanse TV show. You've heard of that, Bree? I have heard of it. I have not watched it, but... I know of its existence. It looks like this game got a 7 out of 10 from IGN, 9 out of 10 on GameSpot, and it's at an 89% on Google. It was as an open critic. 75% solid. Cool, 78 on Metacritic. Yeah. Solid. I'm glad they're back. Both companies are being supported by Hero, um, Hero Capital. Mm. The name sounds Japanese. H H. I-R-O. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Cool, cool. Okay. Well, cool beans. Good news, I think. Okay, we could do all these. Okay. Um, Sorry, just writing the time code. Uh, so the next one is Twisted Metal. Um, oh, by the way, that last article was from gamesindustry.biz. Um, it's Marie Delisandri. Right. Yep. Deal, um, deal Sandra, yeah. And this one is from Deadline, Katie Campion. Campione? I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm terrible with names. Um, so uh this article is basically just about Twisted Metal. So Twisted Metal sets audience record for Peacock comedies and earns a spot among the streamer's top original series. Um exclusive audiences seem to be racing through peacock's latest twisted uh, series twisted metal and the two weeks since the video game that adaptation launched um, it has become the streamer's most binged comedy premiere to date according to nbc universal the average account watched about three episodes per sitting with some opting to knock out all 10 in a single viewing window the company didn't report exactly how many people have watched twisted metal but apparently it joins the ranks of bel-air the best man final chapters Poker Face and Based on a True Story as one of Peacock's top five original series launched to date. Nielsen data, Nielsen data shows that Twisted Metal drew 400 million viewing minutes in the weekend following its June, July 27th premiere, making it one of the weekend, uh, sorry, one of the week's most watched streaming originals. Um, Twisted Metal is described as a high octane action comedy based on an original take by Deadpool scribe uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick mm. uh, about a motor mouth outsider played by Anthony Mackie, who is offered a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. 
Um, it gives a little bit more description. But uh, in addition to Mackie, this series stars uh, Stephanie Beatrice. I love her. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church with Will Arnett and Joe Sanoa. Uh, Neve Campbell, Richard Cabral, Mike Mitchell, Taj Vons, Lou Beatty, Betty Beatty Jr. Um, as guest stars. Um, Michael Jonathan Smith wrote the series and served as showrunner. He also was executive producer. So yeah, um, overall, it sounds like this this is going really well. Uh, Alpaca Tom also uh, provided us with a review, kind of. He said, it's pretty good. You guys should watch it. <laughs> so yeah, so it sounds like Twisted Metal isn't doing too bad. I'm actually considering watching it because if it isn't, like if the show doesn't take itself too seriously and it's just like a goofy show to throw on, it might be fun to watch. Yeah, I've been watching Parks and Rec a lot recently and it's like, that's how I treat it. Yeah, just something to throw on to hang out. Yeah, um, Parks and Rec is not as good as The Office. No. Sorry. It's, yeah, it's not, but it is good. It is good. That's what, um, that's, that's my stance for you. And the cast is fantastic. Um, a lot of those actors are amazing. I will say, um, I've been watching Suits recently. Not funny, but very mm. interesting show. I want to watch Succession. What? What? No, I've seen all of Succession already. Oh, but, <laughs> but no, that's not what I was saying. It's just, it's just like a hard show to watch. Not because it's bad. It's like fantastic show. It's just sad. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. But I think it's one of Sam's favorite shows of all time. So that probably right. says a lot about it. All right, you ready for the next reviews? Right. So Gran Turismo. The Gran Turismo movie. Is Gran Turismo movie out yet? I know the reviews are in, but... No, it's this is just critic reviews. It's not out yet. Right, so Gran Turismo movie releases August 25th. And from the trailers, from what I've seen, it looks like a real average success story. I don't know. It seems like... How do I describe this? I mean, a that really doesn't seem like an average success story, but an average an success average. story movie. I should, I should say an average movie plot for yes. some teenage kid who rises up from, from the ashes and becomes a champion in something. Rises like a phoenix from the yeah. ashes. In this case, it's racing Gran Turismo, where right the overall plot is, again, this is PlayStation. This is a Sony, really a Sony-funded film. So it's, it's PlayStation, the Gran Turismo video game. Sorry, he's playing the Gran Turismo video game, and he eventually tries to make it as a race car driver. And people are... To be clear, so it's a competition that he participates in where people, whoever wins the like Gran Turismo game tournament, gets the chance to become an right. actual race yeah. car driver. So the transition yeah. from game to real, and that real life race real car life. driver. And it's like, no, you can't do that. You only do is play video games. No way. But if you have a full if you have a full racing setup, right, like wheel, pedals, clutch, um, you might not have a roll cage like people who have ten thousand dollar PC sped up setups for yeah. sim racing, but you probably can get a decent feel for some things. Yeah. I mean the um, thing is is I think yeah. I think there are some cool things about this movie. Like for example, the person that drives the race car is the person whose the story is based off of. So oh, okay. he's like doing his own driving, basically, which I think is really interesting. So there's some really interesting stuff with this film. I'm not going to be watching it, but it doesn't like it seems like like a solidly like mid movie. 
Seems like you get five, six. Uh, yeah, want to watch with your family to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but sorry, the reviews are um, relative. Or wait, sorry, Brie, what do you want to add? No, I was just gonna say. So I, I, you, you don't have to click on any of the links. I pulled everything out for this one, so that way it was easier. So you can start like up okay. here. Thanks. Yeah. So IGN said the film was quote not so bad for a very long PlayStation commercial. Independence as a glorified PowerPoint presentation for Nissan and PlayStation. And the direct said, or um, Perry Nemiroff from Collider called it the movie quote a solid adaptation and praised the film's balance of game visuals and intimate camera work. work. And reiterated that Gran Turismo is a solid adaptation, really dug how they incorporated certain game visuals into the movie and Neil Blomkamp's style for film in general, for that matter. That's a very effective handheld and more intimate camera work with real texture that makes it feel visceral. That's, again, all from Paul Nemiroff at Collider. Uh, Koi Gendrow. Gendrew? Sorry? No, it's just his name's Perry, not Paul. But <laughs> oh, Whoops, I said Paul. Sorry, Perry. <laughs> Perry the platypus. <laughs> right. Oh, whoops. Uh, and then monitor. Koi Gendrew, I think his name is. Yep, sorry, my monitors went off and on. Yep, and Koi Gendrew. Jen Jandrew said, Gran Turismo manages to combine the unbridled passion of the best sports films, details and references of video game movies, the aspirational drive and belief within great biopics, and mixes them together into one of, if not the greatest video game movie ever. That I really find that. Wait, read the tweet, read the tweet. And in a follow-up tweet, he highlighted the cast performance saying, David Harbour's best uncle, we all need to prove right that we never had and my favorite Neil Blomkamp film since District 9. Orlando Bloom is at an 11 throughout. Uh, and Dijmon Honsu always brings the emotion and gravitas and, and ground so much here. I I wonder if Koi was, Jandrew was paid off to make these comments. I have no idea, but like it was so funny to me that like all of the websites I looked at, so like IGN, the independent, and there was a bunch more that I, that had the similar comments where it was like, it's not very bad, but it's basically just a PlayStation commercial is basically the sentiment that was across all of these websites. And then when I came to the direct, it was just like a collection of all of the positive reviews from critic, which I thought was really funny. Um, so I thought I would, I would include both. So that way you guys are kind of getting a taste of like what the critics that like it, are saying and what the critics that are meh on it or i guess like not even critics but like the ign workers and the independent worker so yeah i i'm trying to think in terms of video game movie right last of us video game show but what is maybe it is the best video game movie i mean what other we have uncharted, uncharted we have, laura we croft stuff, we don't or tomb we don't have like, no wait not tomb raider no yeah tomb raider oh, we sorry. don't have what the dark knight was for comic book movies in terms of critical acclaim, we don't have that for video games yet in film, right? In film, no. In TV shows, yes. In TV shows, now we do with The Last of Us, but not in film. Um, so it makes I'm kind of anxious to see when that comes up because it's going to happen eventually. I really think it does. There's too many great dramatic games that are being released to not have the Academy well, really enjoy at least one of them. Can I be honest with you? I think the problem is the is the medium itself, like film as a medium. I just don't think it lends itself well to most video games because video games are meant to be a longer experience and they're trying to shorten up this like huge experience into like a small, like bite-sized piece. And I think that that's why a lot of video game adaptations aren't very successful. Whereas like the TV show that allowed 
allowed it time to breathe and exist, did so much better. Um, so I am hopeful that the Horizon show and the God of War show will do similar, similarly well. So, yeah. What would you maybe I could save for? No, I'm not at the no limits. If you're gonna ask about TV shows, no. Okay, yeah, we kind of. I do want to just say, and I like, I'm hoping because this is like, I think the third episode that I've said this because I'm just trying to manifest this. Apple TV doing a returnal TV show would be amazing. And and the protagonist will be played by Sigourney Weaver in a reprisal of a spiritual successor to Alien. I don't know who that is. What? Do you have you ever is. seen any of the Alien films? No. You seen Ghostbusters? Um, maybe at some point when I was a kid. I remember the marshmallow dude, and that's about it. Oh my god, she's the actress who plays um, Ripley in the, the, the protagonist in the Alien films. She's badass. Sigourney Weaver, S I G O U R N E Y. Sigourney Weaver. She's in a lot of stuff. Okay. But let me let me look her up. See if see what random thing I know her. Oh, she's in Avatar. Why didn't you just say that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you probably wouldn't recognize her because she was in a blue person form. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, they're still fairly recognizable, or at least in my opinion. Um, I will look and see because I'm sure I know her because her face looks familiar. Uh, I'll let you know. Oh, she was in Doc Martin. <laughs> I, okay, genuinely, I was already telling the audience this, but I'll repeat it for you. I love looking up like what people were in because it's like, oh yeah, I knew them from there. That's so cool. Yep, alien, aliens. It's Those fun. Oh, she was in Wally. Oh, okay. She was the the computer voice. Um, love that for her. Man, it would have been really cool. Like, can you imagine being a voice actor? That'd be cool. No, because I don't voice act, Brie. Why? I don't want to. Why? Oh my god! I I was about to say something, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, I've never seen her in like anything. I just looked through like all of this. Like Wally is the only thing I've quote unquote seen her in, but she's like not literally in that show. Like she's like only voice in that show. Oh, and I guess the Tale of Despero, mm. and then obviously Avatar. But again, not seeing her literally. So. Oh, she plays, she's in Alien Isolation as a voice as well. Did you oh. know that? I didn't know that. Wait, she voices, whoa, wait, no, no, she comes back as a DLC. She doesn't voice the protagonist. It says that she's voiced somebody named Ripley in Alien Isolation. Right, so in Alien Isolation, Ripley's there. There's a DLC for Alien Isolation where you play as Ripley from the movies. Yeah. So that's, she's a DLC voice. She comes back oh. to voice her in DLC. The main protagonist in Alien Isolation does not is not supposed is not Ripley. It's someone else in the Alien universe. Oh, okay. Or the main character. So she comes back as DLC to guys her prize her role as the original protagonist. That's cool. Okay. Did you want to hit this last one? We've made some really good time. I'm actually really proud of us. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Uncharted wants to make a sequel. Well, at least the movie producer does. So in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, 
Producer Charles Robin shared his aspirations to make another Uncharted movie and confirmed he's definitely looking at further adopting Mighty Dog's Adapt popular, sorry, adopting, adapting Mighty Dog's <laughs> popular PlayStation series to film franchise to continue the story of Nathan Drake and Sully. Oh yeah, we had a really good time with that movie, Robin said, when asked whether he would like to make another Uncharted film. And the movie was met, the first Uncharted film was met with mixed reviews when it debuted in theaters last year, with IGN's own review saying this was a safe but serviceable sampling of a new globe-spanning adventure. However, it drew crowds and struck gold with about $140 million global opening and uh, first weekend box office performance. Man, got crushed by Barbie. Good. Barbie's better. Barbie is film. so good. I've never seen this film. Following I do successful... really like Tom Holland, though. Yeah. Following a successful opening weekend, Sony Pictures Motion... Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group, hell of a name, chairman and CEO Tom Rothman said Uncharted was a new hit movie franchise for the company. Well, yeah, there it is. He's, they're going to make another one. If, if their motion picture CEO is saying that, they're going to they're gonna have another one. And this comes to us from Adele Anchor's range at IGN. So, yeah. Uh-oh, Toph's here. Um, so, yeah, get ready for more Uncharted. And Just in case, this is from Adele Anchor's range. At IGN. What, Toph? But what? Bring. Oh, so cute. I love it. I don't know if you can you guys hear it purring through the mic. But I can. I can hear her. Yep. She's so cute. I am so excited. Thanks. Yeah. Um, just in case. Because uh, we're moving into like the limitless ish section now, right? Because we don't have yep. anything to say about this really. Nope. Besides meh. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about it because more Uncharted. But if it's not another Uncharted game, I'm kind of like. Eh. Um, okay, so just random for you guys because I just want to encourage as many people as possible. Um, for Patreon, we're doing Jeopardy. And if you join the Patreon, you can watch the Jeopardy. And if Sam gets a question wrong during the Marvel section of, of the Jeopardy thing, then he's going to get a butt tattoo with Kevin as well if we get a thousand patrons. So lots of benefits here. When did he agree with this? Post-show last week. Mm. It's recorded. Don't worry. You don't have to take my word for it. Excellent. So please subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> Taylor's like, excellent. <laughs> yeah, but now moving into Limitless, where we talk about whatever we want. Including butt tattoos. Plenty butt tattoos. Uh, Bree, which prompt do you want to pick? I really do want to. I really want to talk about the second to last one. It keeps getting skipped over, but it's the funniest news to me in the world. I guess we're talking. Or if you want to talk about it. All right. I do. I really do want to talk about this. Okay. What just happened? Oh, whoops. Sorry. <laughs> that confused me. So, uh, this is an announcement from Twitter from Neopets. <laughs> Where they said, welcome to, to Neopia at John Legend. We're looking forward to a legendary time together. Because John Legend had tweeted... 
excited to announce that I'm the new brand ambassador for Neopets. <laughs> My family and I have been longtime fans of the game, and I can't wait for you to experience it too. <laughs> I never played with Neopets, so I don't kind of out of touch. I played so many hours of Neopets. I loved Neopets so much. What about Webkins? I thought Neopets was dead. I didn't do Webkins. Okay. I thought Neopets was dead. But this was great news to me that not only is Neopets alive and well, but John Legend is their ambassador. There you go. <laughs> is this not the best thing? This is such a weird, like, niche, like, cross-section of, like, what is happening in the world. It it exists. Sorry, we don't have anything to add. No, it's funny. It's it's fine. It's fine. But it, it's just so funny to me. Um, what are you doing? Ow, ow, I can't believe ow. you never played Neopets. You missed nope. out, man. I was a loser. They had some real. They actually did really have some good some some really good stuff. There was this one area that you could go to. I very I vividly remember it was like an underwater area that there was a week. It was basically like a weekly story that they would like release like one small chapter a week of this like novel. I don't even remember what the story was about, but I remember like I would have to go to this water area once a week to try and read it because it was about like these mermaids and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Neopets was a an interesting place. I really, I really did enjoy my time with Neopets, but I don't think I'll be going back. But man, <laughs> does that crack me up? Nice. Okay, well, we have a very long meeting and podcast slash not actual podcast, but more Jeopardy. Jeopardy later. So I think we're okay at an hour and five. How do you feel? All right. How do you feel? You can disagree with me. It's okay. Take a little breaky because we're going to be podcasting for like three more hours today. We're mm -hmm. going to be on. We're going to be on Melon for at least three more hours today. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, good show. So we don't good need times. Sam. We don't need Sam. Emotionally, we do though. Don't Sam's lie. dead to me. I've been betrayed for the last time. <laughs> yep. After he kept saying, H. He said, I'll always be there for you to say H. Yep, that's what he said. And Hi. now look at us. We've been abandoned with no one to say that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But Sam will come back to us eventually. You know, every time somebody says, yep, 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 I think of Ducky from uh, Land Before Time. Oh, my God. I, I, I know this reference. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep, and you hear what happened to her, right? You heard what happened to her. That was in English. What? The she voice was the act? one that was, yeah, the voice actress that played her. She was the one that got murdered by her dad, like shot. Shot dead. Oh my god. Yeah, as a, like a really young kid too. Like not as an adult. It was really messed up actually. So that's what, that's what, when, when you said that, that's Only in Limitless, guys. So, oh, what are you doing? Sad. I really kind of want to watch The Land Before Time now. I remember, you know how good that Land Before Time made the Leafs look in terms of how appetizing they were? I know. Didn't it look so freaking yummy? Oh, my God. You know what I really want to watch? We should have a watch party and watch uh, Dinosaurs. 
I haven't seen that in so long. There's Dinosaur. Sorry, the Dinosaur. The 2000 Disney film. film. That's my favorite Disney film growing up. I haven't seen that in a very long time. We should watch that. I watched it like 15 times as a kid because I love dinosaurs. That's it? Only 15 times? More than that. I've seen probably. movies I hate more than that. No, <laughs> yeah. I legitimately like the thought of watching the B movie makes me sick. I will never sure. watch that film again. Why? Have I not told this story before? <laughs> like, no. So we had an uh we were we were a very long time ago. Um What? What are you doing? We had a Cadillac Escalade and it had a PlayStation 2 inside the Escalade that would play play movies, right? Well, my siblings, they're a significant amount younger than me. My brother's like six younger, six years younger than me. My sister's like 10 years younger than me. Hmm. They wanted to watch the B movie. Well, at some point, they just kept asking to watch the B movie every time. And then at some point, I don't know if this is why, but I blame them anyways. The disc for the movie got stuck in the PlayStation 2. Oh, no. And so we could literally not watch anything besides the B movie. And my siblings would just leave that movie on repeat. So if we had like like a two-hour drive, it would play one and a half times. Oh, I hate that movie so much. I hate it so much. Jerry Seinfeld plays the B. Oh, trust me. I know way more about that movie than I ever want to. (laughs) All right. I'm scarred for life, Taylor. It will never leave my brain. So unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I never had a movie player in my car. Sorry. It's, I would rather have not had a movie player than have dealt with that, to be honest with you. Fair enough. But. All right. Well. Besides playing too much of the B movie in our Cadillac Escalade, thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us on YouTube at Save the Game Media, Twitter at Save Game Media, Patreon, Discord. Links are on the show notes. Where can people find you, Brie? At Fabulous Brianna, F A B U L I S T B R E A N N A. Awesome. And Toph is back on my lap. Okay. As I'm where can, where can they find Toph? Does she have social media? No, I probably should. I'd get a lot of clout, wouldn't I? You would. You would. Yeah. Yep. Stinker and, and Insta. You can find me on the Discord. But until next time, this has been episode 56 of No Limits. Thank y'all. See you later, alligators. Bye.